Welcome to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one goddamn minute at a time. I'm Nick Mendez in the news. <laughs> I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Paul Montgomery from OComics and Panels.net. Welcome back, Paul. Thanks for having me. Uh, so today we are talking about Minute <clears throat> 25, which begins with Doc craning his head to try and see what's inside the DeLorean and ends with uh, Doc uh, putting a putting uh, July 4th, 1776 into the time, time circuits. Um, so... Is? Okay, the DeLorean is covered in ice. <laughs> That's I sh- shit went down when Ining went back in time. <laughs> yeah, it, the DeLorean is covered in ice, and you know he goes and touches it. I mean, I you know I I've touched what like my car when it's frozen over, but when he when he when he wince when he pulls his hand back instantly and starts shaking it, and Marty gets those symp- gets the sympathy wince going, and he's like, yeah. oh, is it hot? It's like. No, Marty, it's covered in ice. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, stupid. God. Yeah, this is a pinky in the brain moment where, yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's hot ice. It's hot, steaming hot ice. Um, yeah. So he, so he, so Doc uh, opens the DeLorean gullwing door with his foot. And then that's when I realized that Doc is wearing Nikes, which I've never realized before. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, I always just thought they were like work boots, you know. No, he's rocking Nikes. Yeah, like really brown. What like, what if they're like Air Jordans? Well, no, they wouldn't be. What? If, oh, what if they were Air Jordans? <laughs> I love. I love that. That's always our response to time-related problems. <laughs> oh, it's time travel. It could be. Yeah. Um. Maybe, um yeah. I. I never maybe, noticed. Maybe, maybe Marty too. gave him them for like for Christmas. Oh, maybe. I love that idea, actually. But then he just wears them when he's, like, out in the field. Maybe like, he wears them every day. Where he could day. possibly maybe, ruin them. Maybe, <laughs> like, maybe Doc had, like, one pair of shoes for, like, a long time. And Marty was like, God, Doc, you got to get rid of those old shoes. And so he, like, buys him some Nikes. And Doc was so touched by it that now they're just, like, his go-to shoes. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he also, Marty also bought him a Hawaiian shirt and gave it to him, uh, but put on the from that it was from Einstein. Yeah, um, Einstein bought me a present. Yeah, as a joke, and then Doc took it very seriously, and now wears the Hawaiian shirt all the time oh my too. God, the dog found. He's money. wearing his lucky shirt and his lucky shoes. Lucky shirt, lucky shoes. <laughs> lucky, uh, luckily, lucky me, lucky you. <laughs> lucky Devo costume. Um, so I like the I like the brief moment of horror that what could possibly be in the DeLorean? Like, is is there going to be a popsicle in there, or or even worse, like, is it going to be like some some weird cross between Einstein and Jeff Goldblum? Like, right. What is going to be in? It? What are you going to find? He becomes he becomes Cronenberg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what what uh, Br- Brundleini? Yeah, Brundleini. Yeah. Brundleini. <laughs> um, yeah, I I I do I do really love that. I I it's. You know what, Paul? It's like exactly that moment from The Fly. Like it's shot exactly the same way. That's really interesting. Um, the the bamboo scene. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's. Uh, I, I like the idea that like this is all. You know, this you're gonna have a fun time, Einstein. You're gonna be like I'm gonna give you the honor of being the first dog to you know travel through time. And but then like there's a little bit of I don't want to do it, and like, I don't yeah. want to know what's gonna happen to well, me. Well, you might become the dog there. in The Fly too. 
right? God, oh man. <laughs> um, so so it's Einstein. He's fine. Everything. He seems to be pretty hunky dory. Um, and his clock. I mean, we don't know what it happened. We don't know what it did to his insides, but I guess that's true. Um, but the 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 stopwatch uh, is now perfectly synced one minute behind Doc's watch. So uh, to prove that he's he's traveled in time, and then he lets Einstein out of the car, and Einstein immediately runs into the van. Just I mean, <laughs> which I imagine is where his room is. Like, um, nope. He just got. He, he's just like I'm going to bed. How that, that was a lot, <laughs> guys. I just I, I I I I gotta I gotta I gotta take a five. <laughs> you you guys have fun. I'm gonna I'm going to my bed. I've been looking forward to it all night. You know, it's it's you drag me out here at one thirty in the morning, way past my bedtime. I just want to go to bed, and now that this is this nightmare is over. Oriari has to go, and he has to record what strange eldritch horrors he saw out there in his <laughs> journal. Right, his dog journal, Einstein's journal. Yeah, he just he presses October twenty sixth. He, he presses a recording and then just starts barking. <laughs> 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 So Doc explains how time travel works now and, and like, uh, see, he skipped over that time and, and arrived here. Um, and Marty has this look on his face for a second. He's just like looking at 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 Einstein, like or at the van where Einstein is in astonishment. But then he went when Doc starts dumbing down time travel to him. Marty gets this look on his face, cro- like crosses across his face. Where he's just like, really? You're explaining time travel to me? <laughs> um, which I think is really funny. Um, but, uh, yeah. So he goes, he's like, let me show you how it works. And he goes over there. And he's like, these are the time circuits. You turn these on. And uh, he he's like, he's like, say you want to go see the signing of the of the Declaration of Independence. And he puts in July 4th, 1776. Bad example, Doc Brown. <laughs> Hill Valley. You'd be in Hill Valley. In you'd be in Hill Valley, which means you'd be in the middle of the wilderness of California. Bears, Marty, in bears! 1776, because no one, <laughs> no one was out there yet. And oh. so he would have to somehow get the DeLorean across country. Yeah. To, to 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 Philadelphia. Oh my gosh! But wouldn't that be a wonderful adventure? I what mean, it would, gone... except there's no gas. So, Where, but like you know, spoilers. You know, when he's like, "Oh, to witness the birth of Christ," and he just typed in like December twenty fourth, year zero. Where the hell would that have taken him? <laughs> it would have taken him to California in year zero. But where? What was Cal? Was I mean? I mean, I like dinosaurs and stuff, and yeah. Yeah, I imagine it wasn't much different than. than also, it was in seventeen seventy six really. It, the year the Christ was born wasn't year zero. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about that okay, next I'm week sorry. when it actually comes out. Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, so seventeen seventy. That was a weird choice, Doc. Bad, and a bad choice because, like, I wish I wish Marty had been like, so this travels in space too, and he's like, what? Uh, ac- no, actually, bad example. <laughs> why'd, why'd you say? No, we hear about it on the. Oh, <laughs> it's like a TARDIS, Doc. Yeah. Uh. Um, the no, other it's thing, not a TARDIS. <laughs> the other, my dad watches it. Doctor, what, what if you said like, what? What if you want to see the the breaking of the grounds of the J.C. Penny? <laughs> yeah, you know, back, things are really mad. Back in nineteen seventy nine, or watch Einstein get born. Like I just, what? I love the idea that everyone in Hill Valley is a Hill Valley historian. 
You know, it really seems that everyone is just a huge Hill Valley nerd. We can well because like no one leaves. Yeah, yeah. Like, even Doc didn't leave. Yeah, right. that's true. Um, it's like just, uh, that M Night Shyamalan show. Something I noticed about the time circuits this time around: um, one, there is no BC option, so you you can't no go to bc times so like you can only go from 000 ad to that's probably you switch the dial from am to fm and that's there you go oh maybe that's yeah BC. that's from true. ad to bc um yeah and then that was the other thing is like you can only go to you know you can't go to the year 10000 at all like yeah. a- 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 ad or bc you can't go to the year 10000 um so he, uh, you know, he put. A, I guess he. I guess he just thought, why would anyone want to do that? Well, I don't, I don't do know. That. Is there any explanation in the next movie about like like solving the Y two K problem? You watch the sun die, Marty. Having to do. Marty, I wish the there was. Uh, I wish they had made like a promotional video around the year two thousand. Hello, just Doc. Being like, guys, we've been to twenty fifteen. It's fine. We have to <laughs> configure everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something else you notice, uh, when he types in a date, the time defaults to 6 a.m. Mm, just like a ex- real clock. Yeah, which explains the arrival time in 1955. Oh. Later. Oh. Yeah, because it's just a default, uh, default time. I'm Bobby um, Z. Bobby G. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Where, where in time, Paul, would you want to visit? Is there is there a specific location as well, or uh, is there is there like a time in America or wherever that you would want to, if you had the DeLorean and could drive it anywhere in the country and then travel in time? I'd be I'd be too worried about screwing things up because they play a little fast and loose with like the whole <laughs> butterfly effect and everything in this movie, but they do. Like, you know. Um, I don't know. I'd like to see some dinosaurs, to be perfectly honest. Oh, like, okay. So, the BC option is you'd, you'd go AM. I'm interested in that. In that, yeah, I'm interested in the BC option, and I'm trying. I'm trying to think of what stuff is going to be interesting and, and safe for me to explore in the safety of my DeLorean, um, in BC. And I, I'd also just be worried about like we did a production of Brigadoon in high school, and this is Brigadoon is a is a Scottish village that appears once every fifty years or something like it, or hundred years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I always thought like while we were doing this, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if we had one of the people in the ensemble have like a prosthetic where it's like the front of a deer coming out the front of them and the back of a deer coming out the back, like they materialized where a deer was standing. Like that's all my always my concern with time travel is I'm going to materialize in the past or the future at the same time and it's like it's a whole Jeff Goldblum thing again. Right. Gonna like I'm going to material and I'm going to share space with that person and it's going to be like a horrible Yeah, it's or it's going to be or myself and it's going to be like a like a, a horrible transporter accident in Star Trek. So like, then, and it's like oh my god, what came through? It wasn't human. So and, then you know. theoretically if Doc and Marty hadn't run out of the way of the DeLorean. They actually would have been sharing space with the DeLorean and not been hit by it. They would have just merged with it. Well, at that point, it was that point it was in sync with them. It was in time, so they would just have been crushed by a car. Oh. But like, they would have to have been standing in that blink space where it 
actually materialized. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's not real, I, guys. So then, so then, just like an automobile, just would have erupted from these two bodies, and there'd just be like Cronenberg-esque chunks of people. Oh. It'd be a, it'd be a magical episode of Doctor Who if it like. They get out of the TARDIS, and they're like, All right, Clara, I don't know. Oh, oh, my, oh, my God, oh, my God. And you see, like, legs. Yeah. Like, sticking out from under the TARDIS. <laughs> just Wicked Witch of the West. Holy yeah. shit, Clara. And just and just Marty just saying, kill me, kill me. Kill me. Help me die. <laughs> Why did you do this? You were supposed to What is that vest us? saying? <laughs> <laughs> Some oh, life preserver. Some... <laughs> <laughs> My name was Calvin. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I feel like, I think, weirdly, I would do one of two, if I had to stay in the country, um, if I had to stay in America, I think I would. Why do you have to stay in America? Well, I don't, well, it, because <laughs> you'd have to take the DeLorean overseas, you know, to, in order to. What are you going to do, drive to wherever you travel to in the past? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean that's how to. it works. You, yeah, you'd have to. Because it doesn't yeah. travel in space. It just travels in time. There are some rules to this. Yeah. Um, so if I had to stay in America, I would – I think I would travel back to the first showing of Star Wars in 77 because I think that would have been a thing to see. Um if I could, if I could take it overseas, then I would, I would get money, and I would uh, buy a bunch of uh, a bunch of of like reel to reel tapes um, that were good for like the '60s and '70s, and then I would go to England and go back to the '70s when they wiped all the Doctor Who episodes and give them tapes, and be like, "You take these, I'll take these." Goodbye, <laughs> and, then, um. and then and then bring them back so that all of the episodes of Doctor Who would exist. So there's some some weird priorities there. Yeah. Well, you know, but it's real. They it's... don't exist, so it sucks. Because <laughs> um, they 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 erased the tapes. Uh, so that's that's what I would do. I've actually I've actually fantasized about that particular <laughs> thing more often than I'd like to admit. Um. But uh, yeah, so that in the in the history books, it was all thankful, you know, thanks to this this strange visitor from the future. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Suggested it would just be funny because it was like, yeah, they uh, they there would be like instead of the news stories about the BBC wiping all of those Doctor Who episodes to make room for new things because they never thought in a million years anyone would want to watch those episodes again. Um, when they did that. That's the news now. They're just like, wow, like what a weird, like just like no vision of the future whatsoever. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, in this new like let's call it 2015 B, uh, there there would be all these news stories about how somebody bought them, and then no one can find this person. <laughs> Who was the mysterious? Who person? was it? And I show up and just be like, oh yeah, it was my it was my grandfather. Uh, here they are. Thanks. <laughs> Here they are. Your grandfather looked a lot like you. <laughs> he did. Just good like in Back to the Future. Good old Seamus Corelli. Was he Irish? Oh, man. So You're many Italian. questions. So, so many, many questions. questions. Um, 
What about you, Nick? Where would you go? I would travel back to yesterday and take a nap. <laughs> okay. All right. Or, you know, if I travel back in time to today, like the beginning of today, I could just do all the stuff that I didn't do today on my first go round. So you don't want a DeLorean, you just want a time turner. That's what you Yeah, saying. like I could like you know today I was going to go see the last witch hunter but instead I saw Room. Uh-huh. Now I can just travel back in time to the beginning of Wednesday and see the last witch hunter. Right. And I already saw Room cuz it's not like it's erasing it from my memory. <laughs> right. Yeah, that'd be a, a time turner would be a great use of uh binge watching. I could do this but all then the time. Wouldn't it, like but then wouldn't it gradually like leave your memory? Like, what do you mean? Bodies disappearing from a photograph, like because oh, because I didn't see room now. Yeah, but I mean, like it wasn't like Marty was forgetting. Or, or would it? Or would it disappear from your memory the same way that it normally would, just through the passage of time? Well, I don't know. Like you I mean, vaguely remember it. I have but... a pretty good memory. I can remember the night that I saw Catch and Release with Jennifer Garner and Kevin Smith. <laughs> see. It's a very uh, that was a good choice of an example because that's a very specific thing. <laughs> um, uh. Does Marty remember um, like Lou or his, his brother and sister, or you know Dave and Dave and Linda as their? He's like ah, I, I, I can't remember their faces. Doc, I can't ah. Like, is he forgetting them as they're getting erased? I guess not. Yeah. Cuz like you're Cause, not cuz he comes cuz I think the whole the whole science around the way the time travel works in Back to the Future is that like if you're the traveler you're like in a bubble. Well, yeah. So he's not he's not fixing time. In fact, he's murdering his his parents. Yeah. Like his parents that he knows that he grew up with, they Are don't gone. exist anymore. They're dead. And now there's these new parents with new memories. And the only reason that yeah, like he exists outside of that. Like he's basically just traveling to an alternate timeline. Because like he'll always remember what George was like before. Right. Right. Which is which is weird. There'd be so so many little differences. I know. Like imagining like finding out that like oh like now like Dave's gay or like like Linda is like super like. You know, always, always like dating somebody. Well, I mean, I think that was that was. Oh, okay. Or like, um. <laughs> what if now there's like a Dairy Queen instead of a Burger King? Yeah, that would be a big difference. Um, yeah, I don't know, but there would be a, there'd be a lot of like little things. Or, or like, like Biff should be like Benedict Cumberbatch or something. Yeah, or like <laughs> Einstein's a cat now. Remember, like, well, it'd just be stuff like, remember that time that we did this, Dad, and George would be like, no. No? Why would I do that? Only only a coward and an idiot would do that. You're right. Oh, man. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I don't think it's as happy of an ending as uh, you'd think it would be. Well, they were miserable. Yeah, that's true. Where's the peanut brittle? I don't buy peanut brittle, especially from those awful Girl Scouts. (laughs) I'd shoot one dead if they came to my front door. We're all I feel like is the peanut brittle in the script, or like is that like a Crispin Glover thing? Well, the peanut brittle, that is the peanut weird... brittle is actually from a deleted scene. We talked about this uh, okay. uh, last week. It's from a deleted scene where after uh, he has that conversation with Marty about n- avoiding confrontation and everything, 
and like apologizing to him about the car getting wrecked. There's a knock at the door and then he he goes to it after Marty being basically calling his dad a pushover. He goes to the door and the neighbor is there and they're selling peanut brittle for their their kid is selling peanut brittle. And he's like, he's like, can I, can you buy a couple of tin, like a tin of, of peanut brittle? And he was like, he's like, ah, no, no, well, I'm not going to buy any peanut brittle. And he's like, see, son, like I can, I can do it. And he's like, I, I, I am not going to buy peanut brittle to, from you. And then cut to him pouring that big box of peanut brittle into the bowl. See, I kind of wish I could time travel back and not know that story because it's magical just thinking that it's just a weird choice that there's peanut brittle, oh. but that does make sense. Yeah, I mean it works as a weird choice, so it's fine. I mean it's still in the movie as a weird choice because that <laughs> peanut brittle scene doesn't exist. So it never happened, right? It got erased from time. It got erased. But from it, the it makes sense. Is it's an interesting, interesting cut because it does make that kind of weird out of context. But you don't need to know any more that he's a pushover. Like it's already pretty apparent. Right. So yeah. It's one I can of those. Understand why that's they cut the fat. Thing. You know. Yeah. Um, and it makes the peanut brittle just weird, which adds more to George as a character. Yeah. That he's just and to the overall world, like it's just a textural thing. Right. He's just eating like a peanut brittle, peanut brittle uh, at the dinner table when he should be yeah. eating dinner. He's ruining his dinner. <laughs> he's just ruining his supper. Freaking George, man. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of an interesting unspoken metaphor for time. It's brittle. brittle. Oh, yeah. brittle. Uh, but it's sticky. Yeah. And like it's brittle. It breaks apart very easily, but it, it wants to mend itself. And it's delicious. Delicious. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm allergic to peanuts, so I can't eat peanut brittle. Oh, whoa. You can't eat Reese's peanut butter cups? No, that's not. That's not. It's barely peanut, peanut butter. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, really? Yeah, I can I can actually eat that. and It doesn't. It doesn't. I can't eat like a dozen of them, but I can I can eat a peanut butter cup. And I could. Reese's pieces. If I could travel back in time, I would travel yeah, I could probably back. Eat Reese's pieces. What? I would travel back in time to Wednesday, and I would buy a bunch of things of Reese's peanut butter cups, and just eat them in my bed and fall in and out of sleep until it was Thursday. <laughs> you should time travel forward to after Halloween. As oh, of this recording, they'd be so cheap. and then they'd be cheap, and then you bring them back to now, and can enjoy them now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There you go. Um, so if that's ever that's all we have for this minute, I'd say it probably is. Uh, we uh, you can go in the meantime. You can go check out uh, check out Back to the Future Minute dot com. You can email us contact at Back to the Future Minute dot com. Um, our Twitter is uh, at BTTF Minute. I'm at Scott Corelli. Nick is at Nick M. Jimenez. And Paul is at Fuzzy Typewriter. Uh, you can follow us on Tumblr, BTTFMinute.tumblr.com. Uh, like us on Facebook. On iTunes, you can leave us reviews and a promise shout outs for the people who la- left us reviews. We have six, uh, six five star ratings so far and three left reviews. So I want to give a shout out to. Uh, BF Evans 19, Super Skater, and I Hear Ramona Sing. Uh, they all uh, left great five-star reviews, and uh, we really appreciate that. So thanks thanks to those. And if you want to get a shout-out on the show next week, uh, then uh, leave a review on iTunes. It really, really, really helps us out. Um, we're now the number one uh, Back to the Future podcast. So also, that's, that's nice, uh, nice Frank Black reference, I Hear Ramona Sing. Yeah. 
Or or it's a or it's a it could also be a Scott Pilgrim reference. Well, the song is on the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack, so it works either way. Right, exactly. Um, Paul, uh, where where can people find you on the internet other than Twitter, which I already said? Uh, people can find me at panels.net where we talk about comics, people who make them, and the people who uh, love them, and uh, also the weekly O Comics podcast. Uh, we do uh, we do book club stuff. Um, we just talked about uh, Alias, uh, the source material for the Jessica Jones series. We'll also be talking about that when it hits Netflix. Right. So uh, we have some fun. Yeah. And, uh, and you'll be hearing from Preeti later on. She's my, my wacky, nutty co-host. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's going to be a weird week for you guys. <laughs> it should be fun. Um, yeah, it's uh, – O Comics is, is fun because it's not like uh, – it's not a particularly timely podcast in that like you got to listen to it the week that it comes out because you guys you guys have like topics that you you cover. Sometimes you do stuff like trailers and like TV shows or whatnot, but it's it's mostly like we're going to talk about this thing because we feel like it, um, mm-hmm. which is uh, it's a fun format for a comic book podcast because that's not normally what happens. Yeah, we don't like getting bored and we don't like getting, you know, tied down to a certain thing. So we just, you know, have some fun. So what, what do you feel like talking about this week? And that's what we talk about. Yeah, so. that's good. Um, all right. Thanks. Well, Paul, thanks for joining us this week. I've had a wonderful time. Hey. <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. All right. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week um, with, I believe, Chris O'Connor is next week. Jeff so, Gibson himself. Yeah, Jeff Gibson himself from Geek by Night. Um, so we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week, and uh, everybody go follow Paul and check out our comics. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go follow that cop car and help whoever needs it. I look forward to hearing your future episodes in the future. <laughs> right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>